Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Money crashing, overpricing, 
all those kind of things. Never mind what the government's doing, what Trump's doing. Oh, you don't want to know? Well, you don't want to know how to live. What's going to happen to you in the next year or two? Well, it's time to wake up. All right? Let's start somewhere. But uh, first thing I want to say, I'm out in Big Island, Hawaii, and it's starting to get a little bit nicer as far as the, as far as the weather goes. No storms heading for us today or tomorrow. Uh, the sun's out. I mean, that's all we can ask for. But I didn't get to see the sky. It usually gets cloudy at nighttime. But the stars were out one night ago. I didn't get to see them, though, uh, which I want to start doing again, which I haven't been able to because of clouds every night. So I, I hope you looked at the title. There's a lot of things I want to go into. Now, before we go into my new book, I want to go into preparation before that. Can't go into one thing if you don't have a foundation of another. So I want to start with, do you have a belief system? If you do, that's great. If you don't, well, maybe you need one. Do you want one? If you think you don't need one, well, that's your choice. Do you feel responsible to anything other than yourself? Also, you're given choice to do or not to be following yourself or to follow yourself. Create your world or not. Uh, you can create as much as you think you can and try, but it's what government and what world this world allows you to do within that. And there's multiple limitations, uh, especially with a human body. So, now, do you believe in a God, G-O-D, a God? A singular God, one, one, not multiple, not uh, everything as as a bunch of thinking, one thought. All right. If you have an idea of that, and you you, you put your faith and your truth and your belief system into that, do you have an idea of what it looks like, how it thinks, what it thinks? What it does, really? Okay, created a planet, created people, created all these things. Now what's it doing? Do you have any idea of that? Uh, but do you accept all the programmed ideas that mankind was given over the past 20,000 years? I mean, religions go back further and further and further. Do you accept them? Now, if you're Hindu, you probably follow that path. Some some people were forced to convert to Christianity, like the native people in the United States, most of them, if they wanted to live. So, where's your truth really coming from? Well, I know for me, it was my mother and father. Not my father, but my mother, really. Uh, my grandmother. She was religious, and she always wanted me to go to church and things like that. Uh, and then my mother made me. So that's how I got my foundation in that idea of a religion. Did I accept it? No. I always had my own things going on in my world, my reality, what was happening, my experiences at nighttime by myself. So I was never part of that, never agreed with anything. Even when they mentioned, I mean, sure, the Bible talks about Jesus a lot. And I, I could only relate to him as my brother. Don't ask me why. From six on, I, I always just say, well, my brother. Well, and I, I used to go into dreamland when I rode my bike. 
I could get on my bike, ride around the block, and, and see myself being anywhere I wanted while I rode. I mean, if I was on a bike driving through my block around the corner, I could say I'm going through another country, another world, whatever, and I could feel and, and pretend and it would create that reality within the experience that I had riding the bike. So, uh, yeah, it was very important to me because that was my escape from home abuse and all those other things that went on there. So, but the idea of Jesus from the Bible wasn't my idea of who he was, how they talked about him, what they said. Never believed it. So, uh, during the next six years, I was being visited, working with the deity, working with a guide, sort of UFOs, aliens, and all that. I don't get into that story again. But it did change how I thought about things in a great way. And by the time I was 14, I was allowed to go to my minister. I was brought up Protestant when I was little. Uh, and ask him questions, which he couldn't answer. And I told myself, I was 14. Uh, I just got confirm, uh, my confirmation. And I was just saying, do I want to be this anymore? No. My grandmother didn't like the idea that I stopped going to church. My mother kind of said, oh, I can't make you anymore. And then I started going into other things. But uh, over the next couple of years, everything would change incredibly due to the experiences I had, were having, and being able to at least piece them together to get an understanding out of it. Sure, there's dreams, there's fantasies, there's uh, delusional ideas uh, and visions. And you have to learn how to separate them all. Because they do all affect each other, meaning your mind, how your mind perceives and accepts it. Because it could accept the wrong ones, and then you're living in a make-believe world, make-believe reality. Uh, some people get through life doing it. But it doesn't help them. It doesn't help them in their next life. Please, I'm as hardcore as it gets. You can listen to all those other speakers out there. You can hear a bunch of nice stuff. Go out smiling. But the next day when you get your bills in the mail or somebody gets hurt, somebody gets sick, see how that helps you in that situation. And what does that mean to you? Uh, how long is that, whatever they're going to tell you and brainwash you to believe, how much is it going to help you? Now, in the New Age world, oh, you can do whatever you want, which is what? What can you do? What are you doing? Well, I got a job. Anybody can get a job. Anybody can go to work. Anybody can do this. Anybody can do that. So what are you doing now that you're spiritual or in a spiritual movement? So, yeah, I, I'm great for debating spiritual versus religion. Are they different? In some ways. Usually, it means a different God. Spiritual people, in general, believe in a consciousness of a, of a creating force. Not a creating God, but a creating force. Like the, the energy of the universe spinning makes energy, and that creates... Uh, you want to believe that? Again, it's your choice to believe anything you want. How stupid or how ignorant it is, like including the flat earth. If you believe that, I'm so sorry for you. So you can go on uh, believing in the fairy tales, put some cartoons on the air, Superman, Batman, believe in them. You can do whatever you want. But I can only talk about reality of the experiences that I went through, had, and know are real, prove to myself that are real. 
And that's all I want to give out to the people that listen to what I say. And at that point, I say, prove it to yourself. You don't have to accept it because I'm trying to tell you that. It's up to you to do some work. If you don't, you will never get anywhere spiritually. If you want that word in your life, you have to work for it. Now, what makes you spiritual? I go over that and over that. But people still say, well, I'm spiritual. Tell me one spiritual person on this planet. The Pope? The Dalai Lama? Listen to their speaking. Them speaking. Listen to what they say. I mean, I could tell you, the Pope's going against the Ten Commandments. He's going against Adam and Eve. He's going against hell. So, now the Dalai Lama says, well, maybe in eight reincarnations the world will be better. Maybe in eight incarnations? Do you, do you listen to people, what they say? And what are they teaching? Love and compassion. Two programmed ideas that we believe are important. Well, compassion is important to yourself. Love is important to yourself as well. But when you try to bring it out to the world and try to make the world become that, you've you got a real uphill mountain to climb. And you'll never get to the top. And that's why we're in the worst condition that we have ever been in. If you don't believe that, what I'd tell you, maybe five times today, ten times today, go out into the real world, like outside your house. Pull up a newspaper that's on a street corner. Put the radio on or TV on for an hour and listen to the news. Go back outside walk around again. Go to wherever the good areas are and the bad areas. Check it out. See what's real and what's not. It's all real. I mean, fake stories, fake this, fake, fake, fake what? Fake thinking? Uh, I think some people have nothing to think with, so everything's fake. Because they don't know how to think. I mean, somebody said the Pope has a, a IQ of a young child, and, and he's got the characteristics of a young girl. I mean, well, look, I can only say we need to be real. We need to be honest. And we need to look for the truth, always. All these ideas aren't going to get you anywhere at all down the road if you're trying to attain spiritual awareness. And I would use the most important word in all the universes up to it itself, God-realization. Now, on my book, I have the true teachings of Jesus from God-realization. Am I saying I'm God-realized? God-realized means... You're aware of God, you know God, you know God exists. You're God-realized. You know that there is one. Different than, well, I, I, I believe there's one, I, I accept the idea there's one, or, or, or all those other words. Big separation. Self-realization. Understanding who you are. Understanding your soul. So when you go through self-realization, which is a very important step, you become more aware than you were before. And that's, that's still a complicated step because people say, well, I'm, I'm God-realized. You're not even self-realized. How can you be God-realized? Do you know who you are, how you fit into God's plan? Really? And, and if people want to believe, they each can come up with an idea why they're here. Imagine that. Why am I here? Well, I'm supposed to this and I'm supposed to that. What? What are you changing? Tesla might have said, well, I got an idea. I'm going to change the world, which he did completely. And to the point that it could destroy itself. So, what do you believe your mission is? Oh, I've got a mission. 
Yeah, what? To heal the people, to feed the homeless, to do that. Yeah, they are good things while you're in this body. But you're working on spiritual awareness. And how do you? Just by doing good things doesn't make you a spiritual person. It doesn't. You can believe whatever you want. You can believe what people tell you. Spiritual means only one definition. No matter what people say, talk about, or try to explain the dictionary, they're all wrong. It's being aware of God. Not the idea, because the idea of God is so screwed up and messed up and not real. What is God? Well, it's a caring, compassionate, loving being. No, it's not. A caring, compassionate, loving being wouldn't create a sick, perverted, twisted world that we created and are living in. And it wouldn't allow it to stay that way. It does in the higher realms because those souls are aware. And it works with aware beings and and not delusional people believing they're that. So, like, before I go into Jesus, i got to finish God. So, I do this, I do it in the workshops, and I'm going to do it again. Your idea of God, what it is, write it down, and then what it isn't, and all those things. Well, put it together, because it's all lies in your brain. The mind, if it never experienced God, which it didn't, uh, and I could go on about people claiming they are and saying they did. And one particular one who wrote multiple books, super famous, and he claims to be talking to God. If you think God needs to talk to anybody here to tell them, well, tell people that everything's okay. Do you think we need people to tell us everything's okay? Because it's not. Don't take the... And, and listen, I'm in a different state today. I'm into what I'm supposed to be talking about. I'm going to try to stay there. We'll see what happens. Uh, calls and everything else. Or even the chat room. But uh, I'm going to try to stay where I am. So... Just closing out the chat room for a second. All right. Now, we, we, we go through life being programmed day in, 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 day out. All right. What do we come up with? What do we feel is important? What is important to the world? Not one person. To 7.4 billion people. And I'll tell you, it's what goes on in every single life form, in every single universe and dimension and below the astral plane. Do you have a clue what it is? Think about it. What is the most important thing that most people need, think, and have to have, and all that? It's a, it's a four-letter word. It's not a bad word. Food. Nothing else matters. Nothing. A roof over your help, head helps. Uh, protection from the weather. All those things help. But the most important thing is food. Food and water. Without that, every life form would die in a short period of time. So when we tell ourselves that this is important and that's important, well, tell it to the million people that died in Africa a couple months ago. In one month. Tell it to the children around the world in the streets starving. No family, just laying in the gutter, being used and abused, being sold into slavery or, or sexual things. If they're a girl... And even boys are. And what they do to children to make them beg for money and stuff, it's just horrible. So, you're looking for a spiritual world, this is not the world for that to happen. To think you can change this world 
into that is delusional. Any speaker, uh, the only person I'll give a name, because she's one of the most famous speakers out there in the, in the futurist world, in the fantasy delusional world, Barbara Max Hubbard. She's old. Ask her where she got her money, how she got to where she is. And why does she talk about how beautiful the world's going to be? It's easy to talk about something that's not real. I was good friends with a top psychic uh, who's in jail right now. I'm not going to say his name. But he prophesied a lot of things. He, in a certain time frame, he was given 87% accuracy. He prophesied 9-11 one year before it happened. And nobody listened. I was there. There was 400 people sitting in a room when he said it. I didn't remember it, but he said it. And he told those people. And then when it happened, oh, why wasn't he standing in front of the building saying, hey, these are all going to die if you go in that building. At least that. You're not giving visions and, and those things. If you're not going to follow through with them, then why have them? Everything in my life, I feel, is important to me to do something or be involved with at some level in some way. And we really got to work through that because it doesn't get easy, no matter what the situation is. And I could go to a couple sick stories over the past couple of days where I live. I don't know if I want to waste the time to do it or not. I don't know if you're really interested in hearing them. I mean, stories are stories, but they're real. They're what happened to me within the past two weeks. And it's sick. So we got to know how to react. Right action, wrong action. Do you get involved? Do you not get involved? Like I said, when things are thrown in front of me, it's to make me look harder at life. What's really happening? What are we creating? What are we building? Do you stop one little thing? You think it's going to change something? If somebody kills a little kitten, is it going to change the world because you, you, you yelled at them? Is it going to change anything? Well, uh, now we got somebody going. No, we got somebody going around with a bow and arrow shooting cats. Tell me, it's not sick in Hawaii. I mean, it gets worse. It doesn't get better. So, just changing the scenery, putting beautiful trees there, a beautiful ocean. We're contaminating the ocean. We got an infection of bugs going to certain trees now and everything else. So, you know, no matter how beautiful it is, sickness comes in. It destroys everything. If we allow the sickness to take over, we will lose everything we don't have and more. Now, the election coming up, you better be on top of everybody you know because you're not supposed to talk to people about elections, voting, or any of that. Well, you better do it. If people don't get involved, look at the people they're going to vote for. See who they are, what they are. Not just read a paper and say, well, they're good people or have somebody else tell you to vote for that person. Make sure they're what you feel is right. Legalizing marijuana, legalizing this. The right to die. The take, and I only found this out yesterday. They're removing the right to die. And they're saying it costs too much money and not enough people use it. How do you take the right to die and say it's too expensive? Let's not use it anymore. So that people that get sick have to stay in the hospital. And they have to stay on machines. And they have to spend money that they don't have. So you can listen to shows everywhere else, but you're not going to get the same thing if you listen to me for five minutes. And I'm telling you the truth. Now, before I go any further, I did a show on Project Camelot with Carrie Cassidy with Sarge L.A. Teen. Him and I had an incredible following. Uh, we put ten pictures of aliens and creatures up every week, and we got into hard subjects. We He's on one side, I'm on the other. Not opposite, but 
he's on the uh, UFO technical end. I'm on the spiritual end of, of what goes together. So he's coming back on. He's putting some videos up. He started tonight, yesterday. Uh, so on July 18, pull him up on YouTube. The newest ones, uh, and it's why, why the FBI is denying about this takeover of uh, Sacramento National Solar uh, Observ- Observatory. We'll get into that later. But uh, please check him out, because I'll be doing shows with him as well. I don't think anybody on the planet could put have the two of us together and do anything better or greater than how we go about a subject. Open it up, tear it apart, and put it out there. Mainstream. Uh, we're both alive, and I could die tomorrow, he could die tomorrow. But my life's dedicated to the truth, to give it out. I mean, we, we hear famous people, they start crying, well, I'm going to somebody threaten me. Well, I could put the letter that Sergio Lake Teen got online when they threatened him. They said, stop and decease. Sit back and watch what's going to happen to the world. You have no right to interfere. And that's the letter he got. So, yeah, people monitor us as they monitor anybody talking about anything important. Lies. Well, let's have more people out there lying because that just helps people get more screwed up. Keep them further away from the truth. Don't give them the truth. Now, if Trump was talking about anything real, what would he be talking about? How about climate change? (laughs) How about weather control? How about the things that are happening? How about the ring of fire? The earthquakes that are going off. Now, every island around Australia has super gigantic earthquakes every day. Three or four islands have a 5, 6, or 6.5 every day now for the past couple months. Now, Puerto Rico has been fracking. And they're having not super big earthquakes, but lots of earthquakes every day. Now, if you're looking in the center of the United States where all the earthquakes are, that's the only place they're fracking in the United States. So it's not doing anything? You think we have the right to do things like that? Who gives the person the right? See, when they say conspiracy theory, the only difference from a theory is more people believe a theory than a conspiracy theory. If you believe anything they say about the outer worlds of the universe is a lie. And I'm telling you that. Now, I wish I wrote his name down, but I'm bad with names. Uh, a scientist came out and said, everything the government puts out there and says is a conspiracy theory. And it's only a theory. The black hole, the white hole, the Big Bang, all these words. Prove it. They can't. They can't prove how old we are, the human race. Who put us here? Any of that, unprovable. And all these stupid theories that's accepted because some smart guy who says he's smart came out and said, well, this is what makes things real. Uh, Mayaka, I can't even say his name. Yeah, his his ideas are pretty out there and he thinks he knows everything. Just as... uh, the other person that just died. Uh, well, when we have super smart brains supposedly telling us about things, they're wrong. Tesla was wrong about, not Tesla, sorry. Hawkins, Stephen Hawkins, yeah. Well, he's, he was a uh, mainstream scientist, uh, Haiku guy, the other guy, Japanese guy. He's more into water and things like that. And I mean, uh, do we want to believe water's alive? Is it? Are we water? Yeah, we got water in our body. But that's that's just what the soul floats around in. 
It doesn't become the soul. We can get into the scientific end, which I don't, because science has no clue to the spiritual side of truth and reality. So, now, getting back to the world, creation, and, and, and this whole thing about who's going to respect anybody that comes out with another conspiracy theory? There's, there's hundreds of them coming out on a weekly basis now, and the theories are ridiculous. So ridiculous, so incredible, but these people believe it. And sadly, more people believe it when they hear it. You know, if you've been abducted, and you were given a program saying you were abducted, or an alien put it inside your brain, or a government put it inside your brain, and you were abducted. Now, you know you don't want to tell people because people are laughing. Now, ten other people come to you, hey, you know, I was abducted last night. Oh, well, you're really? Now your story becomes real. And then it enhances what they believe. Now, what I noticed, and this is for real, most of those people hear other people talking, and they take little tiny pieces of that and put back into their experience. Like the movie Fire in the Sky. Well, Travis Walton still doesn't know what really went on. I mean, he's still trying to piece it together. And a hypnotist can't make it happen. Uh, and they can't make you uh, come up with the truth, especially if you were programmed by an alien. A uh, government program is a little different, but I don't think you can break that too easy as well. So, but these stories are exaggerated to the max. And I could go on about them. How crazy they are. Even if one-tenth or one-percent was even real. So what? Other cities, other worlds, other dimensions, other realities. They're cloning me in that city uh, and all those kind of things. It's a joke. And you know who I blame for one of the serious problems on our planet? Anybody that listens to Zachariah Sitchin. Anybody that believes what he said. Well, he translated something to make it mean what he wants it to mean. And to make the story fit the way he wants it to fit. That's how you translate something. And if you translate it to what it really said, who knows what it would say. Go back to the olden days. What words do they have that we have today? Any? I mean, dirt, sand, camel. Uh, but do they have, like, uh, quantum physics? Do they have a clue? I mean, any words. So when you translate something in, in dumb language, or without lack of awareness, and then bring it into a language that's highly developed, uh, uh, I guess, college-wise, there's no comparison. But then they add spiritual to that, it blows it away, because they can't fit into that. None of them. Science and, and even uh, your general abilities to do things do not fit into spiritual. And, but they can. Listening to soul can change your reality, can change every action in your life, and help you create a world where it will get you to the next level. No other way can you do that. No matter how much money you give away, no matter how many things you do, is only working with your karma. It has nothing to do with your spiritual awareness. Well, you can be spiritually aware enough to know that you have karma that you have to pay off. Then do you really know you paid it off? Oh, well, everybody says that I paid it off. I washed my body. I fleshed my body out. Your soul is not your body. The disease and everything is still not soul. Soul doesn't get a disease. Soul doesn't get sick. So we can go on about these speakers that I, I have to listen to them because it, it, it kind of blows my mind that they're out there mainstream 
programming the people that can listen. How many people in the world have a TV? Think about that number. What percentage of 7.4 billion people have a TV or even a color TV? In Africa, China, how many of those people have that? Do you see they live in boxes in China and other places? I'm talking about a 10-foot square box. I mean, it's 10-foot long by 5 feet high, and it's a tube. And they just go in there and lay in there, and that's how they sleep at night. I mean, going to these worlds where these people live on the streets day and night, whatever. I mean, it's even bad for the native people in the United States that have no homes. Go, go to uh, Minneapolis. It gets really cold there, and a lot of native people die every winter. So we can go beyond the level of why we think we're here because it's truly not what you think it is. It's going to take you time to become aware of what that really is. Well, I'll make it real easy for you. You're only here to find out what you really are as soul. And soul doesn't have to stay here. So trying to develop reasons and why you're here is only keeping you here. You develop the reasons why to leave. Because you know you're going to die no matter what you eat, no matter how you exercise, no matter where you go. You're going to die. And the limit as of right now is 125. I mention that a lot because that is the minimum. You might make it to 120 or 18 or something if you're incredibly super, super, super lucky. If you call that lucky. I'm sure your teeth, your hair is falling out, your eyes are really bad, and you barely move. But you want to stay here. Because you're afraid of the truth. And you always have been. So, put that in your consciousness of, like, am I afraid to die? Whether you say yes or no, it'll probably be a yes. When it comes to the point, life or death, you will choose life. Unless... You're somebody living with extreme pain and suffering every single day, every breath you take. Then it's the opposite. Why hold on to a disease-riven body? Well, we can heal it. And then what are you going to do? What did you do to get to that spot to get that in the first place? So we create multiple scenarios of our life, what what our desires are, what we need to do in this lifetime. You only need to do one thing. Find out what you are as soul. Simple. I mean, for, for, for a sentence, it's simple. It's not easy to do it. Now, I want people, anybody out there, if you have a question, an important question, please call in. But uh, I'm going to keep moving along. Now, again, I'm asking you, tell your friends to listen to this show. Send them a link. Say, listen to this. Because now, when Sargell comes on, it's going to be more into the UFO and superdimensional and all that stuff as well. Which you need to understand. Because if you believe in becoming a six-dimensional being, going into these dimensions, you better figure out what that really is. It sounds good. sounds different. Basically, anything different sounds good. In the old sense, anything on the other side of the fence looks better than what's on the side of my fence. Because you didn't get there yet. Get into the higher realm. One time. And you'll never accept the lower worlds as, as your home. Because it's not. It was never meant to be that. But people make it and believe it and want it to be. 
we all have a choice. Move forward or stay where we are or move backwards. Uh, Sadly, people do move backwards. And drugs and different things really pull you backwards, which is sad. Uh, And in the mind, so it's getting perverted. Uh, Diseases. Now, imagine you're the most spiritual person on the planet, which isn't a a big thing, because there are none. But say you are. You're 68 years old. You're suddenly starting to get sick. And you get dementia. What's that mean? Well, you were spiritual and now you're not. Because now you don't even know who and what you are. You lost everything you supposedly figured out in this lifetime. Is that the way you want to die? Wouldn't you rather die before that happened to you so that you die with total awareness than having your mind stripped and then like going into a dream and never realizing you're in the dream coming out of it? It's sad. It's very sad. And here's the biggest problem of that. They're creating that more so now than ever in our history of this world. Why would they do that? Well, it's simple. Children, immune system which are basically lymphocytes in their body, aren't a strong army yet. And they can be wiped out very easily. And when that happens, these viruses and diseases step into the body and go right to the brain. Metals, like in chemtrails, go into the brain. So anybody that has children, how can they allow it? In government, how can they allow it? There's no brains, no morals, no mentality left. The society, and every day proves to me that I'm right. I'm, I mean, sure, I'll see somebody pick somebody up if they fell down. Oh, well, that's cool. But then I'll see just the opposite, something really bad. So, trying to do that one good deed a day, I mean, yeah, that's a nice gesture. But how about doing everything you do as a good deed for God? Uh, so, we limit ourselves to trying to pass the buck to get somewhere. Same with this, or same with that, or doing this, just to get there. But there is not where you want to get to. And you need to see that sometime soon. Because when I get into the second part of this, it's going to get crazy. Alright? So, let's, let's try to get a little bit deeper into this. Okay, we're talking about God. You know God? Well, you need to. Now, the New Age world, which is a big battle, which is growing, all right, uh, they're the people that came out, out of the woodwork suddenly saying, we're spiritual. How, why, awareness of what? They were aliens in another lifetime, whatever. It doesn't make you spiritual. But suddenly that wave started coming through the United States and it became bigger and bigger and then they started creating words indigo child indigo children star beings alright star elders all those kind of words you know if one smart being ever came to this planet one did but outside of that if one just came down right now Imagine that. What he could say or help or do for this planet. But people wouldn't listen to him. 
they already think they're smart. They already think they have what they need or, or whatever. But in this new age world, they're attacking religion. All right. Uh, they go out of their way to find somebody else to take away the bad things out of their life, like going to a healer, priest, psychic. Uh, and they remove the toxins that are keeping them from being super spiritual. Another delusional idea. You know, even the word baptism and all those words, confirmation, I mean, do they mean anything? Everything means whatever you give it the meaning to mean to you. If you accept yourself as a vehicle for spirit, can you live with that and live within that? Can you do the things you feel are right? Do we know? You can't be a spiritual person, get in your car, drive to a bar, and, and go become a bartender. You cannot. You cannot be a spiritual person, hoarding multiple millions of dollars in your bank account, and say you're spiritual. Like some people do. Why? They're mentally disturbed, sick, retarded, all these words that we don't say that they're, they're uh, this or that. No, you got a problem. When you think you're better, when you're not, oh, nobody can be better. We're all dumb, ignorant fools. No, we could be beyond that. Are we all killers, murderers, rapists? Hopefully not. Many are. So, when we say we're better, in this world, money makes you better. It doesn't make you compassionate. No matter how much money you donate, unless it's like, 80% of your salary or your money. But when you donate 1%, 5% to pay off your taxes for the money that you make, that's not spiritual. And what do they want? More money. Watch Shark Tank. Do you ever watch Shark Tank? They're sharks. Imagine swimming in a pool of sharks. Yeah, they're all going to try to scarf you up. Why? Because they love you and they're compassionate? No. They desire more money. You think if you had millions of dollars and like everything on the, on the internet, oh, I'll teach you how to make a million dollars in a week. I'll tell you how to do this. I'll tell you how to do that. Why? What, is that what you're going to do and try to make people believe that they're going to get it? I mean, all those scams that came out over the years, oh, become a multimillionaire in, in three years or whatever. Some are a little bit longer than others. But when they put the movie out and the book, The Secret, how many people got went out of their way to buy the book or see the movie and believe it? And I would say, out of all the people that read the book and watched the movie, how many of them became millionaires? You know, it's delusional, but it's like when a person takes medicine, now they're pushing the medicine and selling it. You watch these videos, half-hour video. Oh, this is the cure for that. Oh, but you got to buy this medicine. Uh, it's all programming, and it all has to do with money. What they're doing to the seniors and the elder people, and people that are in pain, taking away their medicines now, and going after the doctors. It's pathetic. Go after the drug addicts. Go after the dealers. Not the people that are sick. I mean, how sick is that? I put a thing out there. I, mean, I got... One, one or two a day or a week, whatever. But it's like, 
you know, if you put no, let's spit on on Trump, you'll get a lot of people that want to do that. Or let's let's shake hands with them, you'll get a lot of people that want to do that. But it's like people don't really care what's important. Are we doing anything to make things better in any way? And computerizing everything doesn't make anything better because that's all going to crash. And then what? And then it's going to get even worse before it can get better. So religion, when, 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 like I said, when, when the New Age people are attacking religions, religions are not bad by themselves. A religion is just a thought. It's man that takes that thought and twists it. I mean, if you have a knife in your hand and you're cutting carrots and potatoes and string beans or whatever, but the same knife can stab somebody or an animal or whatever, it changes everything about it. Religion doesn't say kill everybody. I mean, it's not about that. So how do people justify it, certain religions and, and things about what they do and how they do it? Contradictory. And, and you know, I mentioned a few words. I'm going to try to get through this before the hour's up. Uh, Moses. Now, I know people, certain people will hate me even more. The Jewish people truly honor and respect Mr. Moses. Well, he wrote a third of the Bible. He had a great mind program, whatever it was, whoever gave it to him or helped him reach it. Of what was right, what's wrong, and how to live and all that. It's delusional. I know people don't believe in the Bible, but read what Moses wrote. Read the 613 laws he wrote. Read them. How to eat, what to wear, how what not to do, what if you see somebody naked, and all these different things. Just look at them. And say, how can anybody live like that? You can't. And you couldn't. And to top it all off, he contradicted his own Ten Commandments by killing people, he, he he probably, and this is just my viewpoint, I'm not going to hear anybody else say this. I'm a man of my, my word and my truth. Moses was probably one of, if not the greatest black magician to live on this planet. In our history, in a human race. Alright? Black magic means killing. White magic means healing. I mentioned that last time, but uh, a black magician, how do you think when he he faced the Pharaoh, I mean, they proved a lot of those things really happened in different ways and stuff like that, but when you do that stuff, I was in the magic world as well. There's stage magic. So I know the, the fine lines which make things look like people are really magical or have magic powers. But uh, how many people really did in history how many people to this day do? Well, <clears throat> there's people that can have certain things done to their body. Their certain tune, their mind tunes into certain things. I mean, there's those kind of abilities. How many people can raise a car, levitate it? How many? How many people can prophesize or predict one minute into the future every time they do it? How many people have a gift? anywhere near a good high percentage. Nobody. It wouldn't be allowed anymore because they'd be destructive to the world itself. Now Trump uh, is in his own world. 
denies everything. Now, Putin, who is his friend, talked about aliens. He him, he himself said thirty-seven alien races, and there were and there were, and they know two races are trying to destroy the planet, which our government had a war with. Whether we want to believe that or not, don't. It's your choice. You can believe everything's not. All that stuff make believe. When it comes out. And it just might not in your lifetime. I don't know how many more years you're going to live. Whether it's really going to be able to come out in your lifetime. Uh, but it, it probably will. I, I say this is going to explode at probably this year. If not next year. But it can't go much further. I mean, every time I say that, every year goes by makes it that much more that it has to happen. There's a UFO video up every day. I mean, from every country, from every race. I mean, to believe that this uh, small tribal people would take a video. Now, there was a tribe in Africa. The whole school, all the kids saw the ship land and went over to the aliens. And they made each one draw pictures of them and, and this, that, and the other thing. So were they all delusional? Were they all programmed? I mean, anything's possible. But how about taking, like, let's take the most possible rational idea that they saw something I mean this whole thing about Russia rushes in in fear of the United States starting war with an alien species put that on your computer pull it up look at the ship getting exploded going into the ocean look at uh, now they're talking about Putin sent his fleet of ships off the uh, coast as well now why would that all be and then what's the government say they had three days of darkness. And they said, well, a chemical company blew up, put the chemicals out in the air. Everybody started hallucinating. And they all saw the ship get blown up. So who's going to tell you the truth? Who do you want to tell you the truth? Somebody that really doesn't know the truth. Somebody that doesn't want you to know the truth. How about somebody that knows the truth and wants you to know the truth? Well, we should think about that. Is Trump the right man? Who's going to be the right man to be in office to help us deal with what's going on? Fracking? Let's do more fracking? Let's stop burning coal again? Let's toxify the planet the best we can? Let's go after the native people again? I mean, they already did as much as they could, but no, they didn't do enough. Now, let's flat fracture in the ocean. Let's do all these other things. What they did in Hawaii, here. Do you think... You're following the right person, the right God, the right being, the right master, the right teacher. Why? What did they do for you to make you believe that they're important or right? Well, I got a healing of what? A toothache? Well, I had cancer and I was going to die. Who said you were going to die? The doctors did. Well, the doctors want everybody to die. But they want to get as much money out of you as they can before you do. So they give you medicine that makes you sick and stay sick. Every medicine that you watch on TV, oh, this is the cure, or this helps with that. But it gives you maybe 20 different side effects. Now, if you talk about things that are natural, like peroxide or baking soda, oh, they can't be used. They're dangerous. Really? What side effects do they have? In small quantities, they can heal almost every cancer and everything in your body. Uh, so let's feed them poisons instead. And make people believe that. And they do. Why do we believe synthetic sugar is so good for us and real sugar is so dangerous? Because they tell you that 
over and over and over. Brainwash you to believe that. Because these companies are putting more and more into it. And I'm telling you, how many people, well, if you're not old enough, you wouldn't know, but how many people you know died of Coca-Cola when it had real Coke in it? I mean, I watched people get high from it and things like that, and it was a thing you had to do to make it so that you did get high from it. And I just found out some countries still have Coke in it. Well, we're, we're, we're very slow in learning, if you, if you call that learning. Uh, we're not. So religion by themselves didn't hurt people. It's the men that get involved that try to fit the rules into what they want to make it believe that'll work for them. Not what's right or what's true, just what's right for them. Now the people that push this out is the ones that make sure that it fits what they have out there to control you. New Age world is just as bad. It's no different. Now, I said, it's the God that they worship. They don't worship a real God. They don't even understand a real God. They just want to believe creation just is uh, an energy form saying, let's create a human and create a human, or whatever. It's, let's avoid truth, let's avoid, avoid the ultimate truth, and stick with our homemade ideas, because I can deal with that. I like that. Well, sadly, it's it's sad. It's not true, it's not right, and it won't help you get nowhere in the future, and it's not going to do anything good for you when you die. Well, you know, uh, somebody asked me about the drilled holes, in the sh- uh, but uh, I can probably get into that maybe at the end if I have time. i got so many things. I've I got to talk about something incredibly important in the second hour. I, I try to keep Sunday spiritual. Does it sound spiritual? Oh no, it sounds like a bunch of... No. No, it... If you don't learn how to find your way to become spiritual, it's life, and that's all it is. It's not a spiritual path. It's a way to do nothing, to become nothing, to move forward doing nothing. So, now, I want to talk about freedom before I talk about God. Alright, uh, I ask you if you believe in God. Do you? Do you have a reason to? Do you want to? Hold on one second, there's a bunch of noise coming in. Let me try to stop it. Hold on. Sorry about that. Uh, so, I, I'm I'm not moving as fast as I wanted to. Uh, let's let's. I'm, I, I gotta try to get as much as I can in the next ten minutes. How come people think religion is related to the word spiritual? How come people that use the word spiritual think they're spiritual? It's it's delusional, and it's a false idea that's easily accepted because it's easy to accept the lie, especially if the lie doesn't hurt you. The programming that you get, make sure you stay on track of, of the idea that it's right, 
I mean, and that program isn't have to be a solid one, whether it was by the government, I mean, where they take you in a room and put machine on you, or they give you these hardcore drugs, or just your parents beating you up every day, telling you something over and over. I mean, it can happen any which way. Programming can happen in a, in a non-realized state of a person doing it to you. It's called conditioning. I mean, they condition you to accept what they're saying, even though they don't think they're programming you to believe it. But when a mother tells a child they're stupid, a child just has to hear that a few times. And it stays with that child for life. Well, yeah, those people out there have crazy ideas. And if we're smart enough not to listen, uh, it doesn't make it easier, but it makes it right. And it makes things work right in the future. Remember, this is all the hard work you got to do. You want a beautiful house, you have to put all the work into it to have the house built. And then you could step into it. You just can't step into the beautiful house. you got to make it that first. So no matter what we're dealing with, no matter how bad it seems, we're creating the groundwork for what we truly need. Somebody just put, there's so many levels of programming, and there are. And it comes from everything around us. So, okay, how many people call themselves spiritual? Lots of people. Do they believe in God? Very few of them do. And then the ones that say they're one with God, and I, I go over that. I don't want to go over that too much again. Hopefully, you hear me, you heard me say it, you understand that. But I'm sure people heard it, don't understand it. But 30 years ago, when when the New Age world started to get strong, everybody's son was was a indigo child. One thing that there was blue star children coming into this world. Meaning, I, and I had to meet with them. Well, that's a great thing. We've got to break through that matrix of, of programming ideas and acceptance to it. But uh, when this whole thing started breaking open, everybody's son was an indigo child, star child. And... They were trying to make them be psychics and trying to make them do this and putting them on certain kind of diets like it's going to make them better. Uh, but they were, to me, it was blue star children, meaning totally aware children coming into this world. I don't know, I'm trying to think what year it was when it really kind of started where I could actually see them. And all I had to do was actually touch them. I mean, touch their hand, touch their head. Uh... And they would awaken just like that. It's like you turned on a switch. Because their mother and father Well, you know, the MUFON group uh, in the United States is pretty lame and stupid. Uh, you know, you can see a, a star child when you look into their eyes. There's such a brightness in their eyes itself. But, uh,
Well, move on. I, I don't deal with them. I do talk to them, call them jerks whenever I can. Uh, I try to get to them and say, look, you put all these speakers at your meetings. Why don't you get somebody that knows what they're talking about? Uh, which very few UFO groups do, conferences do. And I'm not going to go into all the names of them, but they all have people that are going to tell you stories that have nothing to do with going to help us. If you think learning that a UFO is over your head is going to be anything important, and that's disclosure, and I mean, I'm not going to say the names, but when they come out and say, well, I worked for the government for 10 years, and I, I did all the files, and what do you got to say? That they had 200 cases, 2,000 cases of UFOs? So? Do you have proof of what they did, what, where they went, how they got here, and all, any of that? Of course not. So they're in such a primitive state of awareness. Is any of that going to help us? No, but when a ship comes down and, and does something, it'll have everybody's attention. And it will wake everybody up. So, I I want to change the, the whole way I'm going. Because uh, everybody thinks they're free to do what they want. I talked about that last week. We're not. God only grants us beings more freedom when they become totally aware and respect themselves as soul and at that point they don't need the body so yeah totally aware in this planet on in this world of what <laughs> you're going to die and if you're not aware of that you don't know nothing so freedom is a, a delusional word which is being overused the same as love is alright uh, I'm going to go into the title, Jesus, which I know people might turn away from, and that's your choice. Jesus was a man, not a god, not an alien. But you can accept the Pope as being this powerful person speaking about ignorance in his own brain. I'd say it to his face, I'd debate him to his face any split second I had a chance, I would go to his country even. Uh, but you put somebody like Ekitoli and Deepak Chopra with the Dalai Lama and the Pope, put them all together. See what kind of mumbo-jumbo bull you're going to get. A lot. New Age people are, I call, egotistical people. Moses was a magician. He wasn't. His ego was powerful because he wrote so much and then he wanted people to believe it. But he did have that power over them. Why? And people say, oh, my, my hand stole, so I have to cut my hand off. Do you believe that, that that's the right way? All his things, I mean, as far as clothes and nakedness, and he goes on and on and on. Uh, and didn't even know what he was teaching. So, yeah. Just like Paul has this, um, this, this vision, and he comes out and starts teaching. On the other hand, Peter right next to the most spiritual person that walked this planet, doesn't understand what he's talking about. How could you, if, if Jesus was talking about love, all right, what would be so hard to understand about it, even with a few words? How could Peter not understand it? I mean, that's all in the Bible. It's written there straight out. So how could Peter not understand if Jesus was teaching love? Because Jesus wasn't teaching love. I mean, they saw it because he, he, he married Mary Magdalene and had a daughter, but I mean, they saw that 
and how they reacted with each other. And then after Jesus was killed, how Mary was the spiritual being that Jesus was. And that's when Peter suddenly realized he had to listen and understand what she was saying. And by her own action, she proved it. Again, you can't talk about something you can't prove to somebody or have them experience and then expect them to accept it. When Jesus was killed, they all said, our lives are over. Period. They didn't think there was anything going to go any further than that. They still didn't understand what he meant by coming back. Eternal life. They didn't know that. Eternal life. What does it mean? Oh, that person died and they got buried. That person died they got buried. But eternal life? We don't die? How do you prove it? You die and you come back. And show them. He was one of the few people that did that. And created the awareness of that. So, uh, the Egyptians talked about reincarnation. They didn't understand it. They thought they'd come back in that body. They preserved it to make the best they can to hold on, make it hold on and thought it would just come back to life. Really? The programming that aliens gave the human race is pathetic as well. So, the difference between... And, and here's why. I became aware of multiple lifetimes from the beginning of time on this planet when Atlantis first got created when it became the most incredible place to be in the universe and it was there I was there then and it was there will never be another time in the, in the, in the time frame of planet earth that will be like that I got my little gizmo scratching at my door and he's making a lot of noise. I don't know if you can hear it. I'm sure you can. Uh, but it was intense. Incredible. Hold on. Let me just let him in. allowed people to hear him. Well, somebody just said how clean the air was in that time frame. Yeah, it was clean. Incredibly clean. So was the water. So was the fish they ate. <laughs> I mean, everything was healthy in those days. You know, and people talk about cures, and then they, now the new thing, the Bible talks about the cures for the body, makes us live forever and all that. Uh, you have to look at the time frame of the distant, different time frames like you said the water was clean the air was clean the dirt was incredible because it put minerals and vitamins into plants that grew within it which it doesn't do anymore so but that was a long time ago and we destroyed all that to the best of our abilities so uh, getting back to I'm aware of all my lifetimes most of them were just humdrum lifetimes. It's funny that I went from Atlantis. But I was coming back to this planet. Because I didn't know how to leave it yet. And this planet was still a disaster. Now we had different races. Not just the Anunnaki. 
But we had the Draconians, Reptilians, and all those other races and greys. They were all here playing with us and giving us ignorant feedback and, 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 and rules and regulations. But then we also had... I don't know the reactions of the deities. I work with deities, and it, it's so different. Not like working with a person. Uh, so the deities were working with the, the first religion on this planet as well. But there was so much sex, which has never died since. Atlantis, it wasn't like that after Atlantis went down. And the aliens started having sex with humans. I mean, even the giants were having sex with the little people. And that's how it started, the Book of Enoch. Read it. I mean, go back to that time frame. Uh, people don't want to hear the truth. They want to block it out. Uh, but that's what happened. And it became what it is. And then lives after that, it was so hard to get back. Because now you're dealing with that sex thing. And then well, it's like the number one thing in all men for, for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So now, how do we move forward? Uh, Jesus taught love and compassion and, and took away people's... No, not at all. People didn't become love and compassionate. If Jesus was teaching love and his followers understood that and, and said, okay, it's love, do you think they would have participated in killing Jesus? Which they did. So don't say that. Don't even believe it. Scratch it out of your memory because it's a lie. And let's not blame Judas, if you know anything about the Bible, as the one that turned Jesus in. Jesus said to him, you've got to go do this for me. He didn't want to do it, but he would do anything Jesus told him. The old saying, would you jump off a bridge if I told you? He would, and he did. So he did what he was told. He knew it was right. After the action was done, he never believed it was right because now the greatest spiritual person who walked this planet is dead. And how do you live with that? Well, I'm the one that did it. Well, he paid his dues both ways. He wasn't an evil person. didn't become an evil person. He didn't go to hell. He didn't become a demon or any of that stuff. No. Jesus idolized him in a way that he was one of the most important followers or uh, one of his most important prophets that were around him. Sadly, uh, he broke down because of that. But he trusted him to do what he desired, and he did. Now, when we talk about the other disciples that were learning about love, when it came time to kill Jesus, they all turned Jesus in and let it happen, let him die. And what did they do? I mean, it was, I was there. It was sad to, to, to deal with a murderer over a spiritual person and to let the murderer go. What's sick? It's just as sick as it is today. They care more about the prisoners and what they eat and how they live inside prison than the people that get abused, killed, raped, and, and everything else. Why is that? Tell me. I don't understand it. And I came back to this world to figure that out. I mean, I learned what it is now, but to me, it's pathetic. I mean, the race, the human race, has deteriorated at every level. And you see it in every action that they're doing now. And that's scary. Do people know the truth? Do they want the truth? How to be a good person? <laughs> How not to be a bad person? No. 
that would contradict their truth. That they're free, they can do whatever they want, and they're spiritual. Now, when I was doing exorcisms and you see a demon and you work with that, you open your eyes. Watch the exorcist. Even the second one was just as bad as the first one. I mean, the first one, when it came out, was scary, shocking, and everything, because people never even knew what it was. And that it was supposed to be real. But how much that was swept under the rug, and still is to this day. I mean, yeah, they put a scary movie out. But they make the case, the story, completely ridiculous. So you, wow, that's an incredible story. Yeah, so that it's so ridiculous that it's just a story. When I was at Sergeant 18, I'll never forget this. One girl came to his house and asked him for an exorcism. And we're sitting upstairs, and she goes, here, listen to me. This is me talking. And she talked from, like, five different demon voices and everything else. I said, okay, I'll work with you. Come downstairs with me. And he had a pentagram and everything else. He was a high witch at one time as well as I was. And he uh, said, come downstairs. And she goes, I can't go downstairs. He goes, if you don't go downstairs, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to work with you. She says, well, I can't go down there. And he just threw her straight out of the house instantly. You know, when you deal with demons, it's a lot different than dealing with the average person, obviously. But they, they're super afraid of certain things. But they're not afraid of everything. They're not afraid of a word, like the word Jesus. They're not afraid of a book because it's the Bible. So when priests and, and, and all these people try to do exorcisms, where do they get their energy from? Nowhere. Why does it take so long to do it? Because they're dealing with their weakness in their own belief in their own God. So, there's many ways we can go about what's happening. And possession's one of them. A really big one. But I don't blame Lucifer. Everybody else always, Lucifer, it's the demons of Lucifer. No, Lucifer's one being. He's the, he's the king. He's the king of the astral plane. He makes more decisions than anybody else because he keeps everybody here. But they already sold themselves out to be here and stay here. And every bad action you give into that just gives Lucifer more power and, and, and makes him happy. And, and God allows him to stay there. Because if you're too ignorant to go past him, there's no way you're going to deal with the higher realms. you got to go past five gods from the physical world to the soul plane. And at some level you do it, you might not totally be aware of it or how you do it. But it's actually who and what you are that's going to be able to do it. It's not like I'm, I could write this password on a piece of paper and hand it to you so that you can go past the God of the Third World. No, that's not that's not how it works. I mean, at first I thought it was that easy. Uh, no, it's not. It's called raising your vibration. Not the oh, I'm higher vibration. No, you're not. Just for the fact that you said you had to do it and you can do it means you're lying. I mean, like in the Bible when God says, I am that I am. But uh, you are what you are, no matter what you say, think, or do. And obviously, the things you do within that determine who and what you really are. So, I'm not 
teaching the way I usually teach today. I'm teaching in an abstract way of helping somebody understand life as well as death. The purpose of life. What's it really mean? What are you supposed to do with it? Well, when when these people talk about how we're spiritual now, we're more than ever. Everything on this planet is based on numbers, and usually numbers of how much money you have. But let's bypass that for a second. 7.4 billion people. How many are super rich? It's less than 4%. You can do the math, figure out the numbers. How many people are middle class or low income people? Look at that percentage. And all the way down to the poverty starving level. It's about 90%, 91%, somewhere around there. I don't think anybody could give you the exact number on that, but it's the highest number there is. The middle class is about 6% compared to 4% super rich. But that middle class in the United States are the ones that's doing all the work for everything and get paid the least. Because the poor and, and poverty stricken, they're usually not working and not in, in a job and things like that. But the ones that are are getting paid the minimum wage, doing all the farming, doing all the work. Farming is the most important job on the planet. Again, it's for food. No food, everybody dies. Nothing else. You don't need a, a, a sex toy. You don't need a, a supercar. You don't need a super beautiful foundation for a super outrageous house and all those kind of things. No, it's that even if it was just a hot dog or a roll to eat it on. It's called food. So the ones that do that work get the least respect. Now, take a homeless person and a famous boxer. The world knows the boxer. The world don't know the homeless person. Why? Because that guy gets paid to beat people up, and I like to pay people to beat people up. Is that a sick perversion of a mind of a human being? Of course it is. I went into the sports and, and all that. I'm sure you understand where I'm going with that. All these sports that make all this money that takes it away from middle class and, and poor people. Oh, I want my son to go see a game. I want this. and It's expensive nowadays, isn't it? So, the human race in all countries... Sports is like the most important thing. Competition sport. I mean, if I'm going to go skiing or whatever it is, it has to be against somebody else, and somebody has to get paid to win. How about enjoying a sport? Like surfing. But then you go and join it. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody that does a sport for fun. Native people created the stick game, and it was a game with a stick and a rock and kicking hit it around and everything, but it was never to win anything. But they were able to play it, and it didn't make it have an ending or a start. Let's just do it, and you start playing, and keep playing. Something can be learned in that. Because when you say, I have to beat them, and I have to win, and then when you don't, your parents come down on you. Even dancing. When these people take these little children, I just saw the picture of that little boy, the strongest boy on the planet, uh, 
Who do you think was in back of him pushing him? Now, little child's muscles didn't grow right. Now, he's super... I don't know. It's to see what he looks like now. I didn't even... I couldn't pull a picture up. But he was a little boy, super muscled out. The same as these parents take these little girls and make them into these supermodels and things like that when they're teeny little kids. Now, I, I always said the Cardassians are, are a simple example of what happens to girls when you're pushing the situation around sex all the time. Look at the young girls. Look what they're doing. They're becoming old and they're doing exactly what their sisters already programmed to become. For money? Yeah, it's for money. Doing things for money is never the right way to do anything, is it? So, as we move forward in our growth and awareness, what are we growing into? What are we becoming aware of? There's nothing else to become aware of than God. Oh, when we can become aware of aliens, and then what? Know that there's other beings? Wow. Wow, I I couldn't figure that out. I would have never thought there was real aliens out there. Uh, Are people really that ignorant? And then to justify saying you're equal to God? You think God's that ignorant? You think God doesn't have an awareness a lot greater than all of us put together? I mean, it's so programmed out for these poor people. And it's not all their fault. I mean, when parents have children, they don't prepare what they're going to teach them, what they're going to help them learn, other than, well, they've got to do what I do, no matter how stupid or ignorant or whatever it is. Well, I'm a doctor, they got to be a doctor. Or I'm this, they got to be that. Uh, poor children being forced to become what somebody else was, no matter what their mission in life is, when they start trying to work that out and see what's really right for them to do, they're already being pushed. And these other countries, I'm not going to go into it, but being forced to have two husbands, two wives, two children as, as wives, and whatever it is, it's all pathetic, perverted, twisted, sick. And it's not like there's nobody on the planet. Because in the book of Lot, Lot had to come out after his family, his wife turned around, was destroyed, and there was nobody left, and he just had his two daughters. So the story is they got him drunk and had sex and produced a family. But uh, if you know anything about being drunk, sex isn't like the highest thing on your chart. You're too dumb to. But the story just gets twisted to fit what man wants it to be. Never real. Go back to Adam and Eve. If you believe the story in any aspect of the way it happened. Who was having sex with who? It was all perverted, twisted. The idea of it. And man was happy to create and keep that story going. Why? And I talked about that. The white race, black race, yellow race, red race. They're different. They're not the same, no matter what they want to tell you. Sure, people had sex with the other tribe and that, and sure, some of the DNA got pushed into that. But the true original being of what they were, there's true Native Americans that are full blood, that have different DNA than anybody else on the planet. So, uh, was one of them Adam and Eve? I mean, if you even believe that story, which is not true. I mean, the Pope says it's a story as well. 
So where are you going to get your truth? How are you going to move forward? Where are you looking? I'm trying to tell you everywhere not to look. I was going to do this song, The Pied Piper. I was actually going to make it my theme song. Reword it just a little. Uh, I'm the Pied Piper, and come follow me. I, it was a cool song. I liked it when I was little. But I thought about that. I mean, play a flute, and everybody follows the music. I mean, it was a movie, monster movie out called Tri- The Tri- Triffids or something. And it ended up getting a sound machine, and they were drawn to sound, and they had to drive this truck off the mountain, and all the creatures jumped off, whatever. But uh, people follow things. And then I was saying to myself, maybe I should convert to being like, talk like a Christian. You ever go to an evangelist church? Try it one day. Listen to how they speak. I did it once in a lecture. And believe it or not, I was told it was the best lecture you ever saw out of all the UFO people in 10 years. And they had people from all over the world talking and speaking. In it, but he said it was incredible. But I did it as a preacher. Don't ask me why I wanted to do it that way. Because I was talking about it when I, went, when I was a uh, born-again Christian and I was going to become a preacher and all that. And I did it from that viewpoint. When you say something and you go, okay, now that you're a farmer, now listen to what I tell you. It makes you jump. They did it in music all through history. Because when you hear opera, you're falling asleep. And rather than let them sleep through the whole opera, we got to make a real loud dun-dun-dun-dun and make sure you wake everybody up again. So there's reasons why it's done. Keeps people's attention. Now, I was going a lot. And I listened to how they speak. And scream and yell. But then everybody else would get up and scream and yell and all those kind of things as well. Because they got involved. They got pulled into the energy. What you create. I mean, I'm trying to say to myself, do I talk nice and tell people nice things and you get more following? Yeah, if you tell things they want, if you tell them they want to hear it, things that they want to hear, it'll work. If I told you, look, if you follow me, you're going to have the most healthiest life and blah, 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 and all these things. Oh, you'll listen. I don't have to yell. But when I'm talking about things you don't want or do or change, it's not easy to, to say it in a nice voice where they're going to accept it. When you were told not to do something, well, you shouldn't do that. That's not a good thing to do. Would you learn not to do it? I mean, when they took punishment away from parents allowed to hit their children and things like that, guess what? That means most children aren't afraid. They'll do what they want. They think they can. And then they get fed other programs, which even takes that foundation of what they had, turns it into something different. And now, uh, I, I'm going to change the, the way I'm going again, but uh, I'm really losing track of the main reason why I wanted to do the show, which will have to be another day. And, you know, I don't feel it's wrong or right, and I'm sorry that it turns out to be what it is. But I try, and I put what what I'm in the mood and the energy strikes me to say and do. Yes, I wanted to talk about Jesus a lot more. I know people aren't ready. They don't want the truth. Anything but the truth. So help them who? Peter Pan, King Kong, so help me King Kong. That sounds good, right? Uh, But the ability to create a religion, and people do it every day. 
Man, we started off with one, now we're up to over 2,000, maybe 3,000 even by now. I mean, as long as, you know, it takes two, about three people to create a religion. If you have somebody that's in charge of your money and you have your uh, board, and it only has to be two people, you can create a religion. But then I've, I've read something online. Pull it up. How to create a God. Read it. It's funny in one way, but it's so true in another. It says the first thing you do, you make your God super powerful. Otherwise, he's not God. And then you got to build around that. But type how to make a God uh, online and read it. it. It'll be funny. And it might make you think a little harder. How low have people gotten uh, as low as the distance between the ground and an ant? Uh, I don't think you get too much lower than that. I mean, a worm crawling on the ground. Uh, that's as low as we can go. And we're there. Uh, I don't think you can fit a, fit a piece of rolling paper underneath a person now. We're just so low. It's insane. And it's sad. So sad. And most people don't want to do anything about it. Think they're in the best place they can be. If you're in the body, you're not in the best place you can be. You're in hell. And you got to realize that. You can say anything you want. But that's not going to change it. So, uh, we got people making other people famous. And they become the controlling people. Thanks to Oprah and the people that she made famous, we have three of them, well, one, two, is it three? Basically two people that pretty much drive the middle class people that have money. And that's a sad thing. That's scary. Uh, and then it slowly drifts into the to, to the poorer people that have nothing, that are always looking for something and anything that's better than having nothing. How far can we go? Ask yourself that once in a day. How far can we go? How much further down can we go? Pull up the news for the night. Just watch it every night here in Hawaii. I just saw the, I mean, the first shark attack that killed somebody yesterday. I mean, we're going backwards, aren't we? So, I, if I have time, I'm going to come back to this. I want to switch just a little for maybe 15 minutes because I think it's pretty important. Again, Sargell 18 uh, will be coming live. I'll be doing a show with him on and off whenever I can. Uh, talking about the really hardcore stuff the government or nobody can talk about. I mean, people talk about UFOs. People talk, People don't go inside the vortexes and really talk about that in great detail of how dangerous and how bad they are. Well, here's the thing. Somebody just asked why the world wasn't blown up. Well, Spirit watches it. 
and that's why it takes out the people every once in a while before it happens. Now, the alien race has already proved they could stop any nuclear bomb from going off if they want to or had to. Now, if they want to set one off, obviously they can too as well. So, do they want... Do most races want to destroy this planet? No, it's their food line. I mean, you you got this giant garden growing with all these vegetables. You're going to burn it up? Of course not. It'd be pretty stupid to do that. If that garden came to life and was going to kill you, you might then burn your garden down. I mean, somebody was just talking about plant life and how they could talk, if they could talk to us and the community. Well, you can. Raise your vibration a little and you can. But there's stationary awareness. A tree stays in one spot and it sees reality in one spot for a long period of time. But that awareness isn't too intense. Some people are just, oh, I experienced a snowstorm. I experienced a rainstorm, a hurricane, tornado. Uh, yeah. How about something spiritual? I saw the light. I woke up in the morning and the light was right above me. Uh, yeah, talking to a tree. But we need to talk to ourselves. And, and start looking who we are, what we are, what we really can do, what we really can't. And then work on it. And work on it. And work on it until we die. Because when we do, all right, hold on, my computer just crashed. I don't know what's going on. All right. Uh, everything looks okay. Sorry about that. So, what I wanted to get into, I already I mentioned about the uh, Russia rushes in in fear of the United States starting a war with an alien species. The way they said it even is not normal. And what Putin did. Now, I'm going to bring this up because it, it all kind of relates to what's happening. Within six months of Trump's election, I had a friend here in Hawaii who I talked to. We meet him by the coffee shop and we sit down and talk. And he goes, Putin's talking and you've you got to listen to this. It was in Russian, so I didn't hear him say it directly. He goes, what he just said, and he was translating it. The first sentence was, he wanted Trump, and why the name Trump came up, because Trump wasn't president, to expose the truth about 9-11. Why would Putin say that months before Trump was in, and why would he say it? Because nobody did that yet, did they? And it's, it was the anniversary just a couple of days ago. So, uh, then he said, he's working with 37 alien races. I'm not making this up. He said two of the races want to destroy the planet. Then he said he wants Trump to release what the government, our government's doing with aliens. Publicly. So, because Putin just said it. So he wanted Trump to come out and say it. I guess they could actually be on the same wavelength if he actually did say that. And then Trump meets with Putin. Closed door situation. 
comes out of that. And suddenly he says, we're going to build, create a space army. Two days later. And then the vice president comes out and says, hey, we're going to. And he gave foundation of what it's going to be and stuff. If that wasn't enough, a couple more days go by, and Trump comes out, and I was blown away when he said it. He says, before I'm taking out of office, I want to be on Mars. Now, anybody with a brain aware in our society today with scientific knowledge no blue beam is a totally different thing uh, well see Trump doesn't know what was really going on and I'm sure he's being told everything now but uh, let me just finish this when, when Trump comes out and says that now he has to know a couple things one is like we're like 20, 30 years from going back and forth to Mars uh, with our technology that everybody knows. So for him to come out and say that, and he's got loose lips, so he was told things. For him to come out and say that, he had to know that we are going. And he wants to expose it. And then he'll get credit for being the president when we conquer Mars so and that all happened in such a short period of time one week it got created a year and a half ago when, when he got elected but for, for, for Putin to say that there has to be underlying things I hope you agree with that uh, and I and I'm, I'm still waiting to hear anybody to debate or debuttle that in any aspect but while that happened now this is what we're going to talk about what happened uh, I'm not going to go into the Antarctic thing because that's a whole other story what's going on up there nobody knows the truth or very little bit about the truth of that but uh, what went down recently is this it's called and now I want you to do as much research anybody listening to this check it out pull up the information it's not a it's not a lie I'm not making it up okay this is as real as it gets the National Solar Observatory in Sacramento which had multiple houses on it. I mean, Monument, the whole thing, was, I think, five days ago, the exact, I'm not sure, but uh, was completely removed of everybody in it in one day. They put yellow ribbons around the whole piece of property. They didn't put security guards there, didn't block it off so that people couldn't get in there. And then somebody went in there with a camera filming the the doors were left open to a lot of the buildings and things. Uh, you'll see it if you pull it up. There's an X-File box on top of the garbage can. 
but uh, somebody had to put that there, uh, saying, "Well, this is what it, what it is, the X Files." But in the interim, everybody was gone. His car's there. There's a, a bulldozer there, uh, and all these buildings are left open. Most of them were, and they don't know why. How they got in touch with supposedly one of the secretaries or something and said, "Well, it was a matter of security." And secure and uh, yeah, well, that's there's I got all the links for that. There's three links. I'm putting one up of Sergeant 18. One of the guy that went in there and filmed the pictures inside there, and then there's the other one talking about it and, and going into detail about it. But uh, here's the thing I was spending the past couple of days. Trying to get the numbers, and I, I was, I'm losing my time right now, of the numbers of the observatories here in Hawaii. Now, the the one observatory shut down their video cameras. Now, if you listen to Sajel tonight, he's going to be talking about that as well, what happened. He'll be putting it up later. Uh, probably by the time I'm done, maybe it'll be going up. Sajel 18, S-A-R-G-E-L 18 on YouTube, uh, type government, uh, FBI, afraid to release the truth and stuff. Uh, but what's going down is there's many more on the planet that were shut down that day. Why would they shut down a building? There's only, you can, you can only take a few, a gas leak, they would fix it. They're not going to move all these families and everything, the tower that's watching the sun right now, the sunspots and stuff, in one day. All right. Second thing is, did they see something? Obviously, that's what they're there for. Would a virus make them close it down? If it was a virus, because it, it would come out sooner or later, if it was, and they had a quarantine area, they would have to make sure that nobody else can go back in there, which you're not doing. I mean, in Area 51, you can't get near there, period. But it's like open to the public to go in there and look at nothing. Everything's vacant. All the people are gone, cars are there and stuff. But Now, the other ones on all parts of the world, why would they go down? Now, if they saw something, they would make sure those people can come out and say it. If it was something really dramatic, well, only the president's going to be able to say that when he feels like he has to or when they ask him to, whatever. So my conclusion, there's only two. Like I said, they saw something or a virus or a disease came out of it would be the reason to do that. But on the one video that's up, a woman just put a video out the day after of these, all these balls of light coming out of the sun. Now, the other two guys from Hawaii, out where I am, third phase of the moon, a lady put up a video of it, and even this black object blocking part of the sun that she filmed. So, it's getting bigger and bigger, and it's going to come out, whatever, it's going to have to break. But then again, 9-11 never broke open. They kept that pretty hush. But whatever this is, it's escalating. 
because now those three planes that got quarantined just a couple of weeks ago in a short period of time and and how did they cure it stop it the first one they put the people in the hospital let them go to the hospital the other one they quarantined and took them now did they all get put in FEMA camps do you know these people does anybody does anybody know what they did with them I will mention Jesse Ventura again he was one of the few people on TV exposing the truth as much as he could and he would go out of, out of his way, every which way, to do that. I mean, he went into the White House, even, to expose about Nick Baggage, about what they invented with the HOP uh, system, and how they created a mind-controlling machine. Uh, so where are we going to take that? Are we going to be active and, and give up and say, okay, accept whatever baloney comes out of that? Uh or is it a precursor to something? Now, I'm not going to go into detail, but I'm sure Sajal 18 will tonight. What he feels, what he thinks. We think different. I mean, we work good together, but we think different. He thinks one way, I think another. So what we see in the next couple of weeks or months, I feel has to be something dramatic. For them to remove people that fast... I mean, if you watch the X-Files and you watch how they come in and take a, a small city and remove it, uh, and that's how fast it went down. And, I mean, they show in it all the time. And uh, almost every movie, even E.T., uh, when they came in, they had to take away where he was. And they always remove everything real fast and then try to cover it up. I was out on Long Island where... John Ford filmed the ship crash. I went out there. They covered it up pretty good. They burnt it. They let it burn for two weeks. Flatland, right next to the ocean. Uh, thanks for the link. I'll pull it up later. Uh, everybody that's listening, go out there. Do your research. Do your checking. Find out why observatories have been closed around the world. Why would you close another observatory? Because it had the same gas leak? Or uh, what would be the reason? Two things next to each other is one thing, but two things further away or really far away from each other. It would have the same reason if it happened at the same time. But what that reason is is not what we expect it to be. So I'm pushing you to like get involved. Which I always ask you to do. Life is not going to be anything unless you get involved with it. Nothing's going to change at all if you don't get involved. I mean, not changing the reality of the planet, but just the way you live. Whether it's drinking, smoking, I mean, abortion, whatever it is. The involvement is the only thing that could help it or change it. And Jesus said that. Follow the laws of, of your, your government, but if they're not right, change them. Thomas Jefferson said the same thing. We had to write to form a militia if we wanted to take our government out if they weren't suiting our purposes. But we rather think, well, they must know what they're doing. Who knows what they're doing? Do aliens know what they're doing? If they did, they would never came to planet Earth. First mistake. I mean, with all those other universes out there, it must be a better place with better food without having idiots on the on it. Now, 
when we talk about food, caveman time is pictures of them eating dinosaurs. So the idea that they weren't together ever is a lie story. Nobody knows the truth about it. But then the creatures that we hear, what were they here? Unicorns, Pegasus, and things like that. Well, I can only tell you what I feel and know. Those creatures exist. I totally believe they did exist here at one time. And I'm, up, I'm talking up until recent time. But I work with all the elementals, fire spirits, water spirits, tree people, the rock people. They're all real. They're, there's forms of entity beings that dwell within that. I mean, and if you go into native teachings, you learn how to talk to a tree right away. That's one of the first things you need to learn. But uh, is it going to help mankind move forward spiritually? Or let's not burn this plant down. If we start a fire here, it'll affect that. Living with life is one thing. Living with God is another. They're not the same. If you believe how important planet Earth is and what it's for, you need to understand God's actual thought on creating it. Not what you think or what you want it to be well, God tells me that we all have to love each other. I mean, that's that's so abused. That it watches over us. Do what? Watches you when you go to the bathroom. Watches you when you're making love. What? Watches you what? What are you going to do that God would need to watch you? Or want to? In, at any level. Man gives himself to ego. Well, but it's a training ground. And that's what I call it. But it's training the wrong people, the wrong way. We're learning things that are only suitable for planet Earth. The teachers are only teaching things for planet Earth. I talked to my partner. I had a Tibetan teacher I was working with. And at that time, I was going through serious problems. I couldn't move my shoulder, my arm. And I was out of work for six months. And I said, if I have to stay like this, I don't want to be here. He said, well, you can take another body if you want. And there's Tibetan techniques, and, and whether they really work or not, I didn't do it, so I wouldn't say it works. But I was told how to do it and what to do. If I wanted to take on another body. Well, if you take on another body, you have to get that person out of the body as well. So, uh... It's not a matter of killing somebody. It's waiting until they're ready to leave the body and then you can step into it and heal the body when you get into that body. But it's still, why can't I heal the body that I'm in? And that's what I came up with, the conclusion that I had to do, which I did. So, uh, do I let my body run down now? I just feel, I don't want to, who wants to live forever? The Highlander movie was my favorite movie on TV. And the theme song was written by Queen, and it was Who Wants to Live Forever. Uh, when you think about it, everybody you know will die. Everybody you see born will die. Everybody you make friends with will die. So, yeah, it becomes different in time. Until you experience it, you don't understand it. Well, we all should live forever. Why? Do you want to stay with those people forever? 
You better pick some really good people if they plan on staying with them forever. Forever is a long time. But no, that's not where we were going. We're going with what's happening on this planet right now. What are these signs? What's what's going down with these observatories? If they're watching the sun, what do they really see? Is a radioactive wave? I mean, the sun does a couple things. It has solar flares. I know I saw a ship go into it, and they, they did film that. The same as I saw, I mean, I saw videos of ships going inside the volcano here on this island. Are you ready to look outside the window? Get outside the box. Go on your computer and actually spend some time doing something constructive. Trying to find information about what's really happening. Not what you feel is right, what you feel is good, or what you think should happen. But what is really happening is different. And you need to know that. And you need to find it. And it could be, it might sound like small things. But small things can grow into big things. A reality can be changed. But uh, if we let aliens do it, if that's what the case is, we're in trouble. Who are we going to put in power? Who are we going to put in place? Do we have a clue? Well, I say change the, the voting system. Change the, the, the votes to go back to the people. I mean, if, this, if one city has the most population and the other one doesn't, but they both have the same electoral votes, maybe it's six, eight, nine, whatever, something's wrong there. Do people see it? Do people understand it? Why the system screwed up? So it's a matter of reaching inside yourself and saying, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to find out the truth. And then I'm going to work from that. Well, whether it ever happens in your life or not, it's the desire to do it and do it right. Because that will connect you to the word spiritual. Again, it doesn't happen overnight for most people. What are you willing to let go to allow more in? All these things we need to do. So, uh, I just wanted to throw that in there about this whole thing, about checking it out, what's going to happen if we get a solar flare. Uh, the real effects of a solar flare take a year to hit us. Sorry. I mean, just because it happened, it's not that fast. It doesn't hit us, like, in five seconds. What are we going to do when it happens? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? What do you want when it happens? If your city's put out of power, those things, people don't think about it. I try not to. <laughs> I got some things around in case, but... Well, we start at birth, and when we born into this planet, 
we got very little awareness. And what I'm saying is, find the right people. They're out there if you look hard enough. And you'll be lucky if you find one. And one is all that matters. One that can help you cross that bridge. And I, I go through techniques on and off, and I talk about things like that. But we need to make our own techniques. We need to understand the reason why. And as we move forward, we, we tear down these walls. And that's probably the best that we can do. Well, somebody just said they have every awareness from birth. Uh, I can't say I remember after birth. But I remember from roughly three years on, every detail in my life. Every action, every word, every sound. What sounds were going on when I did this and that and all that. Uh... It was intense, and it still is. Just learning to deal with that's an incredible ability. Because I didn't have good things happening. So it's hard to reflect on good things. And then when I hear, what's good on the planet? What's really happening that's good? Uh, not much. So, I'm kind of like running out of time. I know I didn't get into Jesus that hardcore or at all. But you know, I'm still afraid that most people aren't ready for it. But I will say this. I will get to it. And if somebody's really wanting that, they can get my book and read that to it to start with. Three Teachings of Jesus from God Realization. Now, PJ's saying anybody wants to donate, please do. Because, uh, She's really tight now with her daughters, with her, and different things going on. Oh, all right. Uh, for me, it's so complex because it's like every action, every sound is there from in my life. So I could see right action, wrong action, good, bad, different, what happens from this, what happened, instant karma, all those words. They're all real. Whether you recognize them when they happen is a different story. When spirit talks to you, are you listening? Are you listening to the right spirit, right, right guide? I mean, all those things we need to be aware. Whatever's happening. So, when I gave you the information about the observatories... Whatever you can, any information, anything you can find, put it, uh, send it to hawksblood1aol.com. Uh, if it becomes serious, we'll do a, an emergency show, which we can do anytime. I'd like to lead into YouTube account. Uh, can you open it up under another thing? But uh, I'm out of time. Tell your friends to tune in, pull this site up, listen to it. Uh, any information out there, please call it in. Email me, text me. We've got to get the truth out there. We've got to find it first. What went down? What's going down with the observatories? What did they see? 
I'm sure it's what they saw, not what happened, a gas leak or a virus or something like that. Uh, and what, where, where did these people go? Where did they bring in all these people that are disappearing when they clean something out? Uh, so with that, till next time. Hope you got something out of the show. Check out Sarge L18 tonight. Uh, go to YouTube. Uh, so Sarge L18 is on YouTube. He put three up, two up. I don't think you heard either. But the one he's putting up today will be about this whole observatory thing and what's going to go on after that. So uh, please get involved. Oh, I don't want to know the truth. Don't know the truth. Don't know life. Just die in, in the ignorance. That's a choice, but not the right choice. So peace, everybody. Till next time, you heard it here. Tell your friends to tune in. Listen at least once in a while. Get something out of it. Or put their questions, what they really want to talk about. I know i got to get back into some specific topics, which I try to do on a Sunday. Uh... I, and and Sergio said to me, if we can get ourselves going, which we did, we'll get back into doing a conference. But they'll be asking us to come to the conference, not us asking them to come to the conference. All right. With that, we need to get going. Uh, pack it up. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your night, wherever you are. Till next time. Peace, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.